practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. All right, everyone, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. Uh, no, wait, how was I going to say it? Uh, that seems uh, okay. That wasn't bad, right? <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds standard. Uh, All right. Oh, uh, I got it. I got it. Do we let people know who we are still? Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, uh, welcome to this week's edition of the Jerk Practice Podcast. With you, as always, is Hans. I'm Henning. Meg. And oh, Meg's here, boy. too. Now I gotta. I don't edit, but I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to feel like a big gap. Practice. We're one short. You said, you said, as always, and Meg felt uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not yeah. always. Do you want me to start again? <laughs> no, I think you need to give me a proper introduc- introduction. <laughs> With special guest... Meg. Meg, how? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Welcome no, to Jerk Practice. That just seems stretched. Yes, welcome. We're one We're, short. We have a vitamin C deficiency today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just be clear. Henning had a long bike ride over here to think of that one because um, it was good, and I wish I had thought of it. Let me just say that. Casey Van <laughs> he'll be back next week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> he will. So it's a new dynamic. Kind of. We, us, us trio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> us three have, have been on together, but we cut it. Three-o? Us three-o. Yeah. Uh, we, we played some board games that didn't quite make the, uh, it, it made the editing room floor, as they say. <laughs> it's deep in, the, uh, deep in the depths somewhere. Too slow. How are you guys? How you doing? Um, I'm good. Job's going good, if you mm. wanted to talk about that. I know Casey was mad that I didn't describe what I was doing exactly. A uh, reference to the last episode. From last episode. Not I, mad, but... He, he, was, he was a little uh, randy about that program, huh? <laughs> so he doesn't like uh, Kimmy Schmidt? Did you listen to the episode? I or did I edit that out? It's too vitriolic. <laughs> too too whimsical. Does that that might have been my word, too whimsical. He says, or he said, like, uh, too many not too many nods to the camera, too many knowing nods. I think that nudge, nudge, wink, wink. That was fair. What do you fourth think? wall breaking? Did you like that show, Kimmy Schmidt? Um, do you like that show? Still going on. Keep in mind, third, putting some green in Henning's jeans. Third season coming soon. I think it's Look cute. It's a Netflix. cute show. Cute idea. She's great. Whatever her name is. What's her name? Ellie Kemper. Kemper. Yes. Is she nice? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you get a lot if you if you do talk about working, like if you're like a musician or. An artist, right? There's so many tiers, but automatically you have to know Arnold Schwarzenegger if you're doing grip work on last. We're animating. Standing tall was that one of his? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, dog problem here. (laughs) That dog don't hunt. No, Ellie Kemper is nowhere near. I'm an animator. She'll get nowhere near my little (laughs) desk. Or the the building I'm in, even. Uh, we just get to hear her voice and, and deal with it. Except my character is... Um, we're going to do... It, it's, it's a... It's a... Like a... You know that... <laughs> okay, I'm, I missed. Um, it's, a, it's a bladder. A talking bladder. You're angering the dog. The, uh, get the dog is angering me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. You're pl- don't be distracted. You're animated in an angry bladder. Not the first time you've animated uh, body parts. Right. I was going to say, like last year, 
for the Super Bowl, I did a <laughs> Zyfaxon <laughs> gut guy, which is just a walking pair, walking pile of intestines. Now I get to do, and it's a it's a wider phenomenon. Like there's there is a, an actual walking a character of a bladder out there for some other uh, uh, medication called Mirbetrix, mm. and there's. I don't know, the fungus, the toe fungus character, and the sure. the, the T.J. Miller uh, mucus character. The voice character. is um, uh, Mario Lopez, isn't it? Oh, is he? Or no, wait, he's not the voice. You I, wish he was the voice, but he's in the in the commercial. I had to uh, I'd take care of the distraction. <clears throat> Mario Lopez is now the voice of toe fungus. No, I misspoke. He's not the voice, but he's definitely in the commercial with the toe fungus. He's the one with the fungus. Yes, he has athlete's foot. I don't believe this. <laughs> Not Mario. I would have seen it. No, I would have seen Mario. it and commented on it by now. No, for real. He is. He needs that toe fungus money, huh? <laughs> Apparently. So that that phenomenon. I I like the like the gross out characters, T J Miller doing the mucus mucus for right. mucinex. Doing right. Another job. one. The yeah. gross out characters that are selling some <laughs> some medication that you can't pronounce. Thank God for the pharmaceutical industry for you animators, huh? Yeah. Ever since that damn bee, right? It beats uh it beats boring, you know, bland stock footage doctors being nice to white women. Holy <laughs> smokes. Who's uh who's in the Super Bowl? Germans or the parades? I don't know. <laughs> the Germans facing the parades. Today is another is another Super Bowl, but I don't have a commercial in it. Man, yeah, you're Bummer. the only guy I know that's had a Super Bowl commercial. Other than your friend Boots, I think might have had a Doritos commercial, or or he was in a contest. It was a contest, yeah. But was the best one. Yeah, it Bummer was funny it as I recall. Win. Yeah, I have to put a link to it on the new Jerk Practice Tumblr, which I was playing around with, but not creating content for. <laughs> Love that interface, Tumblr. <laughs> I got to tell you, <laughs> I do. I don't good, know anyone good. who uses it. We don't need to talk about it on air, but yeah, I'm glad you like it. We don't? Am I, is that too far behind the online curtain? I think so. Well, no, I just, I'm not saying like, I'm just saying in general, because I also created my own Tumblr page. You, uh, you can pick you your at, background were you colors. On, were you on Tumblr before now? Uh, I was not. I was surprised I was not. I was on a and different. I forced I was on, you into it. Good. I was on the Gmail version of Tumblr. What would that have been? I don't know. Google Plus? No, Google has like a, a, a like a WordPress. I want to say is what oh, it was. WordPress. I think they own Blogspot now. Blogspot, maybe Blogger. It was yeah. Blogger. Yeah, that's it. Google actually. Blogger. Speaking of gross characters, Blogger. Go ahead and pick a Blogger. But uh, <laughs> I got it. Well, the reason I say it is you can go to Jerk Practice Pod on Tumblr for now until we let. <laughs> Yeah, again, it's not it's, it's not ready yet. Well, I mean, I'll create. All right, we're st- we keep with like, the keep with the Facebook page yeah. uh, at Jerk Practice Pod, mm-hmm. the Jerk Practice. Let's keep it with that. Good. I'm uh, I'm speaking out of turn here. All Are, cool. All the cool kids are doing Snapchat. I have nah, a Snapchat account. We don't have to be on Snapchat. No, I'm not saying get one. I'm just saying all the cool <laughs> kids are doing it. I certainly don't have one. I think Snapchat is over by now. No, no. All the twenty-year-olds I work with love the Snapchat. Oh, boy, billion and, dollars, and they're subscribed to all their favorite companies and podcasts. 
on there. Doubt it. <laughs> Companies are Snapchatting. What do they Snapchat? Like a coupon? Oh, for sure. If anyone's, if anything, yeah. like breaks a million subscribers or followers or whatever, you, you can bet that corporate America's going to get in there mm. and start getting their piece. Interesting. I wonder what like a, a Snapchat from a company would be. Like if you, all right, Snapchat is what? Just a video? Fun, cool in, millennials enjoying the product in question. Oh, it's a picture, not a video, right? No, it's video. How long is the video? Or it's pictures too. How long is it? I don't know. Like Seconds. Six seconds. Henning, I hire you to do the marketing for the Jerk Practice podcast. Uh, and you're in charge of the Snapchat account. <laughs> what do you put Snapchat? out there for six seconds? Snapchat. 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 You go, six seconds. What do I got? Uh, jerk, we're, we're in a meeting here, man. Jerk Screamer <laughs> barfing up a turd or something. <laughs> barfing up. No, you're close. See, that's why I'm in here to save it. Jerk Practice Screamer barfing up URL for the Tumblr page. <laughs> <laughs> Click here. Boom. Now you already got a hit. Mm-hmm. Not, not just a hit of an idea, but a hit link, you know, a double entendre. Is that what that means? Now you got to, you got to like, you can't just barf out the Earl. That's lame. I think millennial consumers of, of social media are more savvy than that. And they're going to be turned off if you're too obvious about the marketing. So you got to, you got to gain their trust by giving them something funny first. I got it. That's not, not related to the marketing yet. I got it. Jerk practice screamer, barfing up, not the Earl, but a link that just says fart. <laughs> Click the fart. It takes you to the jerk practice page. Okay. Not bad. And the fart is in the barf, so they're like, not what sure, is... Not sure Snapchats work that way or, or Instagrams work that way. You can't just click the picture and it goes somewhere. Incredible. Why, why not? Who's, Maybe. Who need, somebody if, needs to get, a, get in there and... Think of if you're an advertiser. Yeah, if some cor- if some corporation paid enough, I'm sure they'd write the code to do that. Right, of course. Because why wouldn't you want them to do that? That's how they are going to make money from now on. Click one click buy Amazon. Just click it, and you don't know what they're going to send you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything under ten bucks, though. So that's like what we were talking about. We were looking at a, a Meg. You and I were looking at an online interface, and we were like. Or a, a, like an app, and we're like, why wouldn't they have that also available in the app? It's such a good idea. Zocdoc, and why? I don't remember. Uh, man, I'm just getting myself amped. I have What's a Zocdoc. I have a marketing uh, interview on Tuesday. Uh, good. Editorial content mm-hmm. analyst. <laughs> You're for which you are supremely. Qualified, I see. It's an entry level position. Okay. Uh, just just working on. You're analyzing. I'm analyzing 130 years of market strategy, Henning. Mm. We're bringing the industry to the industry. We're bringing your industry to the industry. That might be mine, trademark. I might be bringing that trademark to them, or to this publishing might, house. Or it might be an actual meaningless. I think it is. They talk a lot about motto. insider strategizing and uh, internal uh, or cr- cross-platform content manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful. Well, no, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. All the people on the website look super nice. Short sleeve shirts and mustaches. Oh, sure. So I got stock, stock footage white women? Not, no, 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 no. I, I mean, is it stock footage if it has a friendly quote next to it? <laughs> you never know with these corporate websites. Oh, boy, oh boy. They just buy their their nice, diverse-looking 
CEO and, and board of directors off of mm. Getty. <laughs> Do you have to pay for Getty? <laughs> uh, yeah. Who pays? If you use rights-controlled images, then yeah. So, like, I don't pay for images online. I just don't. No. But that's, is that unethical? You're an animator. Mm. If I were to if make money off of it. Yeah. Also, if you're using someone else's creation without attribution. Of course. I would consider that unethical. So what about all these people putting memes out there on Facebook? Without crediting the original meme creator. Yeah, it's a, that's a problem. It's a question. Questionable. Immoral. I would feel bad about it. You're a musician. What do you feel about people using your music? Oh, no one ever would. <laughs> would you be like, oh, whatever, just get cool, it out there. It's You're out cool. there. I mean, I think where we're at in this stage of the game, then, yeah. yeah. I mean, any press is good press, I guess. But no, but we're all, we're, we have all that stuff covered anyways, you know. We've got like, you know, we're... Drop your Tumblr, drop your no, Tumblr on the site. we certainly don't have a Tumblr. No, I mean, we paid to, you know, have all that stuff protected essentially. But also we're a cover band. So RudeBoyGeorge.com. Yeah, <laughs> Truth. Um, but, you know, we do covers, too, but we... Are you covering exclusively Rude uh, Boy George? What? Come on. <laughs> Not George Boy. <laughs> I know you. You mean Boy George. <laughs> boy George. Like, I, the guy. Didn't I say Boy George? You said Rude Boy said George. Rude Boy George. I, and then I, <laughs> I, I stuttered. Busted. <laughs> Trademark. We sent him a letter. Did you really? Yeah, or his people. Snail mail letter. We said, hey... No, here's, not here's a letter. I, am I the only marketing whiz at this table? If you're boy George, yeah, George boy. If you're and, George, if you're boy George, you want a physical letter. This is a, this is a. I was almost a queen. This is an '80s icon. Letters. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was an email. Well, I could be wrong. I didn't send it, but we sent him a letter saying, or an email, if you will, saying, "Hey, we're we're." Rude Boy George, we're a band, and we're using part of your name. Do you care? And we heard from no one, so on we... Just going to assume it's okay. Yeah, assume it's okay. Oh, I thought you meant just like... I thought you gave maybe like a free tick to a show. (laughs) Come on over. I think he has better things to do. Again, a postcard with a ticket stapled to the back of it. (laughs) Just saying. No one has tickets to shows anymore. That's a thing of or the past tumblers. now? Yes. Uh, physical tickets? Physical, no they physical don't really tickets. exist. I mean, yeah. I want them, what, what do you put in your book? You're printed out. <laughs> your collection? Yeah. Collection. Collector's book. You, you print out your email confirmation. <laughs> All right, here's an idea. No, so, but you really don't. Nobody really makes tickets anymore. Make an online platform where it's a digital version of a ticket stub collector's book, and you... Click and drag your online tickets into it to savor them, and they're dated. See when I went here? Yeah. <laughs> Is it just and not as fancy looking if they're just, like, typed up <laughs> AP-style documents? The problem with that, I would say, is that there's no way to make money. You're just looking at it. The book, it, the physical book, would have been just for you to have and mm-hmm. look back on. Yeah. <laughs> And the and the digital book is the same. It's just for you. How do you then decorate the cover? You have however, to color network it name, and get other, get your friends involved. Stickers. It has to be have some social aspect of, about it to 
click make like money. click like on this or show or else they're going to just stick advertisements for new shows in between your mm, old stubs true. too Yes, you sell the right once you agree to have and, and your. And you look at it and you're like, "Hey, I didn't go to that show." Click. Oh. Once you agree to have your ticket book sign, I by clicking this, I agree to put all of my information out there, and then booking ticket companies know what shows you're into mm-hmm. and will advertise towards you for those shows. Other shows. Mm. So you make money through the advertisers. Not a bad mm-hmm. idea. Again, yeah. if I'm in, a, I'm in a board meeting, they don't kick me out. I, they they pull me closer, one more closer to the big head at the table. You know what? It is a good idea. I'll, I'll, I'm listening. You convinced me. You pulled me over. Stick it, ticket. <laughs> I guess. I mean, Broadway shows still print out tickets for stuff. Yeah, they but not that, all of them. Again, they, a lot of people print them out on their computers. I saw. Uh, oh, hello. Oh yeah. And they made me printed out yeah with using my own ink ah i'm out of ink i had to print resumes today at work on the sly (laughs) and wash my work shirt (laughs) or my interview shirt so uh what do we you know uh uh so awkward when you try and steer it in a direction it's a sports show today trying to to say wait let me I have, a, I have a story that I'm going to try and tell to get rid of our, to get through our our Trump five minutes. Oh, all right. Get that out of the way. Let's do so it. Was <clears throat> we also have the other elephant, the one without the dump yeah, coil on right. the head. Okay, we're going to try and too. eventually get back, get to the Super Bowl. It's we go A to Z's. We got Super Bowl. We got SN Smells. <laughs> I just, now I have to cross Trump that joke off yells. something I writ. Uh, go for it, Trump. This jump. I was Chicago, Illinois. I was. Uh, I went to the gym, and I'm in the locker room showering. And uh, this 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 old guy, old white guy, is very audibly enjoying his shower with the with the the curtain pulled back, wide open to the world. You're supposed to do it in stalls, but he's he's wide open. Anyway, by audibly enjoying, I mean like he's groaning. <laughs> Shorts and on, naked. He's totally naked, as you do. AudibleShowers.com. <laughs> Audible shower enjoyment. <laughs> Groaning and, like, exhaling very uh, very heavily. Gro- yeah, it's gross. So anyway, I look, <laughs> I look to see, and, like, what the fuck? Is someone, is someone jerking it in the shower? Someone jerk practicing? He wanted a look, and he got one. Continue. He wanted attention. Yes. <laughs> I'm the only one in the shower at that point. Uh, anyway, at that point, uh, this uh, looked like a Middle Eastern kid, about 20 years old, who works there, comes in to collect towels. The I, for, I forgot to say, he's just he's not whacking it. Okay, I, 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 I <laughs> get it. I figured, too, I figured you too, couldn't uh, bury the lead that deep on a whack, so... <laughs> He's Understood. just really enjoying his He's shower. He's just enjoying a, a Who pleasurable shower. Like a commercial, okay. like you know those shampoo commercials where you're just like shampoo. I wish it was that good. <laughs> shampoo. <laughs> you know. Maybe he is looking for attention. Where the story goes, we'll see. Maybe he's just uh, been real, like, you know, when you're like so dirty and cake dirty. <laughs> how good does that shower feel? <laughs> Long day's work. 
ring around the collar. An hour of workout. Yeah, I bet. Stiff. I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> Muscles. <laughs> boom. <laughs> Go ahead. So oh, a kid, boy. kid about 20 years old. He works there. He's Middle Eastern. German. Day. It's irrelevant. Canade. We're talking about Trump here. All right. So it's relevant. I'm going somewhere with that. Oh, I. All right. Now I'm putting it to. Yep. It's coming. <laughs> comes in to collect towels or whatever from the from the shower business, and the and the white guy, the old white guy, leans back and says, "You know what? I ought to pull you in here, and give you a little bit of Trump's new waterboarding." That really happened? <laughs> what? The no. F- that really happened? Well, yeah. What? That didn't really happen. I mean, I you're an upstanding guy, so that happened. But that doesn't. I wish I. That's that's the craziest. That's crazy. I wish. I that's could, as crazy as I what's wish going I could on. Make it up. But uh, raspberry shower, raspberry of the week, month. That to, guy gets it of the to month. To that guy, yeah. Whoa! Yikes. Anyway, uh, it. So I'm super awkward, and I'm out in the. I've pulled back the the curtain and and i'm drying off to see what's going on <laughs> classic sitcom handing his face out the shower is there right. gonna be a race riot here in the in the shower i'm gonna have to jump in between them and i only have my towel on where's my safety pin do you, do you shower <laughs> at like augusta golf club this is like a nice gym huh it, it can't be it's, in brooklyn it's new york sports club it's not, uh, not great. We know it well. Yeah. No <laughs> lips below the hips, if you know what I mean. I don't. No, oh, I don't. No, what oh. you mean? So we lived in. Well, this is this gonna make me? Are you making me a German day over here? So we, the Always. New York Sports Club we went to, uh, we lived in like Chelsea, uh, Chelsea like a it. gay neighborhood. Mm. I mean, is that fair to say it's a yeah, gay neighborhood? Of course. Yes. So it's a gay. It has a large gay clientele <laughs> at the gym. Yeah. That's all. And there, people go to the gym locker room and fuck. Yeah. So they Not had to put the signs room. up. I never saw it in the ladies' room, but I just saw a, a blowy. A few, I feel like. Uh, like every time you came home, you saw. I saw a blowy good. and a, like a wiener, like uh, like getting stiff to hold stiff. I don't know, like <laughs> getting the blood flowing. Um, you saw a half chub. Yeah, like uh, come on, I'm getting ready. And then a guy that used to try and there was a guy that went there for a minute who would just maybe I'm making up the whistle, but in retrospect, it's much better if he's got one towel on, one towel over the shoulder, looking very classic guy at a gym, maybe a toiletry bag hanging and would just go into anybody's shower. He was just like until somebody was like, all right, stay in. Let's fuck in the shower. Because all you would hear when that guy would show up is just guys go like, get out of here! Hey! And you go, all right, jeez! And then he'd just go right into the next shower. So anyways, the... just walk in? Like, yeah, just... No. How you doing in here? Nope. Just uh, in we go. And then if <laughs> somebody wants to t- take a shower together, he goes, well, all right. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine just the... awkwardly just go in? The guy hasn't immediately recoiled and pushed you out. You're already like halfway there. Then you just stand there and don't say anything. And he goes, oh, I know what this is. (laughs) Anyway, so their cute way of trying to curb that was the sign that's classic, cutesy. What do you call an image online that's like? Meme. 
No, uh, it's like your standard image. Cat, classic cutesy emoji style lips. Okay. No lips below the hips. Wink, wink. I see. Mm. No blowjobs. I thought it meant no women. No lip. Mm. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> but good. Yeah. Nice. Um, and it's true. Not in the men's room, baby. <laughs> no women in Chelsea. Allowed. Um, the, uh, New York so- sports. Yeah, not a not a classy place. Are we taking them down in this podcast? Um, yeah, I'll take them down. It smells. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan. I I quit my membership, not because of this incident, but. But you just this incident just happened, and now you quit your membership. Yeah. But the two don't correlate. I quit before this happened. Sneaking in a free still, round of gym time. Well, they make you do a forty five day advance notice so i'm still on my 45 gotcha days. all so right you gotta pay so pay to play i'm really uncomfortable in this still in the shower room uh and the waiting to see what the the kid does it looks to me like towel snap i would yeah <laughs> what else can you do <laughs> yeah you get them good that guy's <laughs> naked and exposed in the shower you're no. the middle eastern towel boy you quit that <laughs> talk, <laughs> old guy, you, Gerald. Uh, look to me, I, I got, he, he laughed, he smiled, it looked to me, I got the idea that they were acquainted, uh, and he was just playing around with him. That's a good joke then, if <laughs> you're buds. Kind of cute, but, and then he, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I... Got the idea that maybe he wanted to start a political conversation, and <laughs> this is the oh, this is God. the place where he wanted boy, to do it for some oh reason. Boy. With a with a twenty year old kid and me in in the shower, listening on eavesdropping, trying my best not to acknowledge that I'm hearing him <laughs> very loudly. Should have put one arm around your shower stall into his and gave him a prick with that <laughs> safety pin you keep on your towel safe space <laughs> bink no i can i i i imagine this locker room scenario very cartoonishly and it's fun and very cozy it's more like it, it's a i'm 30 feet away on the other side of it in a stall and two showers going and i can still he- hear him uh, he really <laughs> was looking for it yeah. he says he goes on to be like oh, trump is terrible he's such an idiot Oh, this Muslim bland so ridiculous. What do you feel about it? <laughs> uh, hey, you, uh, Muslim ban. And then you go, yeah, wrong man. planet. Wrong planet. <laughs> <laughs> Muslims, let's ban it. That is, uh, I mean, uh, it's a good, uh, it's, it's nice to have you back on. You weren't on last time. And since then, so much. We're gonna keep it Trump light, as we said. Miller light, Trump light. Mm. I've already, I've already busted my five minutes, but the story goes no, on. No, no, go for it, go for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, we didn't have a Trump five in the last, last one. Yep. Okay. Trump ten. <laughs> the Trump. Okay. No You'll way. allow it. Good. Uh, the the guy goes on to say, um, you know what? I'd rather be in ISIS. Than in the U.S. right now. Good alliteration. This, <laughs> this, um, this U.S. 
let's, and what let's can try the, and break what can that guy, down. What can the guy say to that? He's he's a. I'm assuming he looks he looks Middle Eastern to me, twenty year old kid. Oh, the In kid this, said it. No, no, no. Oh God, no. The guy said it. I'm saying the the seventy year old guy said it. He said. I'd rather be in ISIS than than in the U.S. right now, right? And he also said, "I'm a seventy-year-old. I'm a I'm an old white gay Jew. I don't think they have much many of me over there." I was just gonna say they don't <laughs> want you, pal. You you do not. And the one the one uh, uh, in uh, institution that tells old white guys no, ISIS is one of them. <laughs> Stamped. They have an old white Jew guy ban in ISIS. <laughs> And it's just very racist. Unfairly, I'm sorry, but racist. Yeah. Uh, so what can he? What can the the kid say? Because he's that's on worse don't, on his part. He can't say. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, I'd, I'd rather be in ISIS. Let's go join ISIS right now. You could have said that. You could have said I am in ISIS. I'm staying out of it. ISIS, more like so crisis in the locker room. Can you get another towel? That's. So yeah, that's the kind of locker room talk. That's what Trump's doing. That's what we're dealing with everywhere. Like, in New York City. I can't. I do not. Like, that's what I, I sent you. Well, I don't want to go behind the online <laughs> curtain. But we were talking digitally through digital mail. Not by mm-hmm. letter. Not by postcard. Uh, like, it's like too, I love, like, uh, it's gotten too much to where uh, the Trump thing has gotten too much to where it's really hard to... Uh, add levity to it now that like specific it's people to parody it because he'll just a, outdo himself next week with when, something more ridiculous right. yeah when it becomes like a ban like a for real we everybody's kind of said uh there's parallels to hitler this and that uh, it's been said many times yeah. since he ran and how but much now, how, how far how much farther can you go there's nowhere to go once you've reached that this level the only way to go beyond a ban there's there's more I mean, tears after that I ban mean, is um, then. Uh, gr- I meant if you're trying to make fun of it, how how can right. you go? F- yeah, yeah. Or make him look more evil or more cartoonishly megalomaniacal. You can't go any further than Hitler. Yeah, it's really creepy, really bizarre. So because we're, we're running out of. He's trumping us to make fun. Of we're his raspberries. Mm-hmm. That's take, what he's laughing about with Donnie Spice. <laughs> I really liked. I saw the. The uh, yeah, still talking about Trump. We should get off it. Hey, but all the all the European countries are making fun of him all together in this in this giant campaign to like. He said America first, but hey, can Netherlands be second? Then they show him off, show off the country in a really condescending voice, so that Donald will understand what they're what they're saying. Bad Western European humor, no go. <laughs> I'm just nix descri- it. Brexit, go back, take an exit. Okay, I'm I'm describing it. Bad. No, no, they didn't give you enough to play with. To, That's uh, what it was. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I wonder. Uh, I'm really enjoying that all the European countries are getting together and making fun of him as a community. That's enjoyable, but uh, all the uh, many of the. Uh, Middle Eastern countries are getting together and testing missiles because of him. So Europeans are like, yeah, let's get him. Let's let's burn him. We're second. And then the other countries are like, let's fucking start testing missiles again. Legitimately, that happened. After Trump took office in Iran, they just said, well, 
All right, let's start it back up. We told Obama no, Obama's gone. This guy's fucking crazy, and he's, uh, uh, in so many words, said he hates us, and he doesn't trust us, and he's literally like, uh, uh, giving him the, the Chinese shoulder tap. You know what that is? No. <laughs> Do you? I, I, it might be German Day. It's, it's a torture form of torture where you just take your pointer finger, and every second, tap on somebody's shoulder until okay. they go insane. What about the tapper? It's got to be taxing to them as well. They switch. They switch out. He switches arms. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, switch yeah, fingers. so that's our Trump segment. On to more pressing <laughs> issues. Elephant in the room. Mm. Saturday Night Live, Not last night. Okay. Not the Republicans, but Smigel. Smigel. Just as evil. We watched a sketch last night. Did you guys watch the... Uh... Mm-hmm. I watched it this morning. Thanks for pointing it out. Or you said Justy pointed it out to you first? Uh, oh, he needed not point it out. He just <laughs> so happened to be... Justy's very loyal to sketch comedy. He's very loyal to comedy in general. He watches Saturday Night Live and eh. Facebook even, tweets about it even throughout though, the whole show. Even though he's not doing it? Not still... doing it yet. Uh, once I get my sweet residual from Saturday Night Live, I'll give him some money to go on Saturday Night Live. But uh, yeah, right away I knew Justy was watching because in the opening monologue, uh, Kristen Stewart was hosting. Mm-hmm. You know who that is? Yes. Kristen? Kristen. Twilight okay. Girl. What did I say? That's, that's something else. Christy Stews? Sounded a little Christian. <laughs> yeah. Kristen Stewart, yes. So Christy Stews was hosting and... Um, Christine's. I'm distracted. I got dogs. I got cans. Uh, Christy Stews is hosting. She drops an F-bomb in the monologue. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Justy, I, the first thing I hear on my phone is like a beep from Facebook. I went, that's Justy. And, of course, he does. He says, Kristen, yeah. Um, by the way, do you know what? Do you know some Saturday Night Live history? Would you like to know, I should say? Please. Yes. The last person. The last F-bomb that dropped. Are you aware of this? No. The last F-bomb that was dropped was by a performer named Charlie Rocket. Many oh. of you may know him, and he was fired from the show that Monday. Saturday Jeez. Night Live? Sunday. May they wait till Monday. Oh, fired. He, he was on. He was a writer on the show or a performer on the show? Performer on the show in the 80s. And they sacked him for that? They sacked him for swearing because he swore on purpose mm. to juice up a, a joke. <laughs> Trademarked. And... Um, so he juices up the joke. He gets fired the next day. And you may know Charlie Rocket as the evil guy, the villain from Dumb and Dumber. That's Charlie Rocket. Mm, no, sorry. But, okay. Joy work? Yeah, I You've never seen Dumb and Dumber? I saw it once 16 years ago. You've seen it? Yeah. He's the bad guy. Yeah, is he playing... Um... Van Heel be back next week. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh, so anyways, this guy's career kind of doesn't exist up until he's fired like the 80s, early 80s, maybe Eddie Murphy years. Dumb and Dumber comes out in 94. That's 10 years of uh, flatlining career. Mm. Dumb and Dumber comes out. This guy... Oh, now it gets dark. This guy committed suicide in a cornfield by slitting his, oh, own, th- I know by slitting his own throat yeah. with a bean can. Yeah. I know who you mean. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, some type of <laughs> just whatever's handy. Whatever he had. I mean, very depressed. But I just no, gotta say, no, it was a an act of desperate or a spur of the moment 
act of passion. I mean, just in general. You don't plan to use a bean can. Let's forget the instrument used. That's a badass way to go. (laughs) If you're going to kill yourself, own throat? Yeah, jeez. Yikes. So maybe homicide? I don't know if I need to reopen it. Maybe this is insensitive because a man lost his life. But maybe he deserves it for swearing on SNL. And maybe SNL is a piece of shit institution that likes to steal not one, but two bits from the jerk practice. Last night, last... Bringing it back around. Last sketch of the show is a sketch that we... Which is the sweet spot. It is the the sweet Mm. spot. That's where the most creative (laughs) and inventive and potentially could go yes or no sketches go. The risk takers. I agree with you. And we agree. And jerk practice likes those sketches where they take a little bit of a risk and it's a little bit more abstract and there's it's nowhere near any of the current events that's that's the spot for that sketch and i usually i i love it so i'm with you with you but jerk practice should probably, have a degree in risk management but probably the public at large says uh that's the throwaway sketch Possibly. Well, apparently Lorne Michaels thinks it's the throwaway sketch because he puts it last. No, well, apparently not because Wayne's World was the throwaway sketch and the next week it was the opening sketch. But originally it was the throwaway sketch at the end. Yeah, because it was too weird. Lorne Michaels plays it safe, just like the WWE. If you want an article, it might be a sports show and I have an article (laughs) on professional wrestling. I'm just saying. Pin it. Pin it. So the last sketch, the safety sketch, if you want to call it, risk-taking sketch, if I want to call it, is a sketch about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where, uh, and we have a real, uh, it's a sketch that we did 13, at least 13 years ago in Mm -hmm. Minneapolis, and then it was like one of, it was one of my favorite sketches of all time that we did. Mm -hmm. I'm not just blown, and that's obviously good, because SNL took it, stole it, (laughs) schmeagled it. Schmeagled. Schmeagled. Um, But but it was always fun to play, because I liked playing that character, and it had a pratfall, and I got to be loud. It had everything I wanted, because I have to be big, otherwise, I have to be seen. But you revamped it, reworked it, and did it in New York City. Many, many times. Yeah. And did I have it, to... Did an, it a few times. An apology to uh, fellow jerk practitioner, Megan Gerlach, who spent a long day shooting a video for it. And then somehow... So we shot all the footage, and it was long, and it was in Casey's basement in uh, Bed-Stuy. Uh, it was a long shoot, and, and for whatever reason, that video footage didn't get edited. And I'll go one... F- Further, I think I was the reason that video footage didn't get edited. So maybe I got to put it together. That being said, we streamlined it. We worked it. Did it many times in New York. One of our only compliments from an uncomplimentary guy, <laughs> Wink, was given on it. And then last Who's night... The wink? Won't name names. Can't name names. It's from the <laughs> fattest pigs you... No. Uh... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, what was I trying to say? Anyways, got it to... It was a good We did sketch. a lot. And we and it was like a... It was successful. It worked in it quite worked a few rooms. In a few rooms. Rafifi, mm-hmm. maybe. We're not sure. Pianos, we don't remember. See, you're name dropping. I think you should name drop if you're going to name drop. No. Uh, venue dropping. Scared. Venue dropping. Yeah, scared from scared. retaliation. I'm going after SNL here. I already got downstairs. Somebody stink palming Trump. I'm giving Lauren Michaels the what for. Uh, so they perform it. The 
I, my when I'm watching, I actually you you had left the room. We'd watch the whole show, and then for whatever reason, you left just <laughs> for that one, last sketch, of course. Which is fine because I just sat in silence, and we talked about this because the first minute and fifteen seconds, even the way the sketch is written, because I looked at it recently after Rest in Peace Gene Wilder died, and I was like, I should mm. edit that footage together. Mm. Now I really should have edited that footage together, mm. universe, right? To, yeah. To. Yeah. Sure. Um, and like I was saying, we have... Jump on SNL. I put the first time, is either the first or second time we ever performed it in Minneapolis online on our Facebook page at Jerk Practice Pod. Um, and I have tapes of us performing in New York. I just don't have them on my computer. I'd have to pull them in. That being said... So it's a little different. You still haven't described what the sketch is i'm getting there the first minute and 15 seconds so if you're watching charlie in the chocolate factory there's a scene where he comes home from his paper it's the first scene of the movie other than him running to the music finishing his paper route like the paper woman gives him change and then you see him running home he goes into establishing shot which is written in my script of the bucket home Mm -hmm. our script sorry bucket Mm -hmm. home and then Music. He opens in interior day. Fife music. Fife. The the magical golden ticket. Yep. And who do you see? You see the four grandparents in a bed in the center of the room. And Charlie comes in and they're all excited to see him. And they all have lines. So I'm watching this sketch. Charlie. Charlie. Everybody's like so excited because all they do is sit in a bed. Mm -hmm. Because they're scumbags. And their grandson is back. And he comes in. Regale us with your stories. Oh, you know what? That's the first scene. That's when he comes home with a loaf of bread. This is the scene where he comes home. They edited the scenes together the same way we did. Because mm-hmm. we edited the first time he came it. home. to the, They also edited that with the they time just, he came home with the golden ticket. That's a, yeah, that's a telltale sign. Is it not? <laughs> I mean, it's all, I, I don't know, I'm going to get, my blood's going to, I'm going to become as orange as an oompa, oh, crossover. Oh. You know what I'm thinking? Well, raspberry? Yes. Yes. Trump? Uh, that, Trump's, that's a, Trump's a clown. Trump's a clown, Trump's an oompa loompa, back to Charlie and Chocolate Factory. They cross edit, much like we did. He comes home. So I'm watching it, though, the first one our, minute. Our and fingerprints are all over that SNS. First sketch. minute. And 15 seconds are verbatim to what we have in the sketch. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it and I'm going, my literally, I have that feeling in my stomach like uh, I'm in trouble. or I don't know, just that knot in your stomach like this is too eerie. And of course, then I realize yeah. their words are verbatim because our words are verbatim because they're verbatim to the movie. They're both quoting <laughs> they're exact, a the movie. Because the of movie's course. a great movie, a great <laughs> script. Like, it's like very succinct and perfect and to the lead. But except, the premise Except I noticed that Pete Davidson messed up his line and said I never I never thought that I could be it's anything but catastrophe. Yeah, I know it. What did you he know? do? He said that's what he said. What's supposed to be I never thought my life could be, so Raspberry <sighs> to it, and Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson. he did it twice. He also <laughs> publicly tweeted that his mother should die because she doesn't want to move from Staten Island. Jeez. He okay. really burned the Staten Islanders. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And I like Pete Davidson, but He's funny. I think he might be involved in this sketch. I, and I don't know. He's young, he, probably young enough to have been in the world of YouTube and sketch comedy at the right age to see a jerk practice sketch. 
<laughs> that somebody else filmed and bootlegged and put online, and now you can't find it, but he saw it. I'm just saying to say. It's funny. I'm just saying he didn't show the respect to the source material he did that have, we did. He did. He he did, he's not a character guy. Would you agree? Like amazing with like voices mm. and doing character right, impressions. Right. More like a Jimmy Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, but he did he's do just a likable and charming. In the in the sh- in the sh- in movie, Grandpa George says, "Look at me, look at me." <laughs> he did get that like the same high pitch. Grandpa Joe, right? Is did I say George? Yeah. That's because I'm George. Is George the other one? Yeah. George is the other one. George and Georgina, right? Mm. Grandpa Joe, Grandpa Grandma Josephine, Grandpa George, and Grandpa Georgette. Georgina. So Georgina. Charlie delivers nice, the great Georgina. news about the golden ticket. Grandpa gets out of bed. Grandpa Joe gets up out of bed. It's still verbatim, though. P. Davidson mm-hmm. messed up the line. But then they switch it. So our sketch, uh, the Grandpa George, who I play, who's mm-hmm. the other grandpa who doesn't have a part, goes, wait a minute. Joe, Joe, you've been faking being having polio for all this long. You can walk. <laughs> and he gets all like upset. And then oh. Joe has to backtrack. In this one, Charlie... Is like, wait He's a minute, Grandpa, you can upset. walk. I've been working. I've been cleaning and bathing you. Yeah. So the premise. I gave up my childhood for this. <laughs> yes. The premise <laughs> Which is. Which is a good. That's a good beat. The I think the beat good is note. very good. I think the two could work in tandem if they ever want to. If it's going to mm-hmm. be the opening sketch of next week. Would have given me something to say because I played Charlie in that sketch. That's true. <laughs> And I'm just hanging out behind you two screaming at each other for most of the stage. And I got to say, when you guys go online, as I hope you do, and watch our version, hopefully I'll have a different version up. It, it Just wait. It, I noticed the sketch got very funny after Henning enters. But Casey and I, uh, at this time in Minneapolis, were Before it got very true to the script. So even though you can feel, as I even watch the video years later, the pain from the audience, like, Fucking get on with it. Because you had like we like we have our lines along. We have our beats that we have to hit his beat and my beat. W- w- cabbage you, soup. You said you what? had like five minutes of talking about cabbage soup like before three the, and a half the sketch minutes. really gets started. The sketch started. is six minutes long. It doesn't get started till <laughs> four minutes in. That sounds also like a Saturday Night Live sketch. Sorry, True. they streamlined us. We gave them the original Saturday. We're the Saturday Night Live. So then, and then it ends. Our sketch ends with Grandpa George being like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And I get up and I try and dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch the version we had? Yeah. Moving the legs. I remember it's kind it of funny. like it was yesterday, too. Didn't uh, need to watch it. Um, and then falls because he really hasn't. He says, no, I'm not better. I have polio. And this one ends with Grandma Georgina just very uh, pallor. She only has two lines, just like a smile, like. Remember, you the, just watched the sketch, but the we S- have polio. The SNL sketch. Yes. Ends with, ends with uh, Georgina. Vanessa very, Beyer. Very funny. Morbidly looking to the camera. I actually do have polio. But she has a I'm smile, I think, right? Oh. Doesn't matter. That's the end. That's the that's the tagline. Ours is much better because you're falling. You have a pratfall off the stage in some, some venues. Some cases. <laughs> Chevy chased it. Which is always funny. Um, and then you get dragged off stage and said, no, "Don't give me away! Don't give me! Don't give me Slugworth. Slugworth. <laughs> That's such a fun sketch. I don't blame them for stealing it. But now what? Like what rats. do you do? Nothing. It just—they didn't really. Wait, well, no, you, I'm in. You share it on Facebook and tag SNL with it as you did. That's yeah. all you do. You gotta. They don't. It, 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 look, 
we tag all... Pete Davidson personally. Yeah, tag all those guys. The truth is Why not? they stole the sketch from us. The other truth is great comedic minds think alike. Ours thought 13 years, 14 years ago <laughs> before, but yes. great beats think alike and apparently edit two scenes together seamlessly at the same time. Just to- saying. Totally. Coincidence. Yeah. Let's be 100% can, honest. Can be. So just just saying, I mean, how do you? St- I'm I, I'm I'm a marketing guy, but how do you start a real marketing campaign? Hashtag stolen. <laughs> Hashtag done it. Son it. <laughs> Hashtag smiggled. Hashtag schmiegled. Everybody, go ahead that's, and out there and watch our sketch. Oof, that's our. That's Give our, our sketch a watch. Yeah. Well, we, we're do you s- want to cut together the good one first? <laughs> I might put that. I might try and get that footage up there for Casey or you. I don't know if I'll, I'll ever. I need to get it together. Well, I'll work on it. Hashtag Hans do it if you want me to do it. <laughs> oh my God! The other, one of the one of the earlier sketches. The, oh my God! Hmm? The first sketch of the show of this week's SNL of this week's SNL was a, a group uh, at. Uh, Yukon University mm. of a bunch of kids who had problems with alcohol and the guy leading oh, it man. his name was Hans. Oh yeah. <laughs> what is right. happening here? <laughs> Truman show. It's Twilight. Not quite. I they're, don't know, pretty coincidental and speaking of coincidence they're gaslighting you. What is what does that mean? You know how you like go through life and there's phrases you just don't bother whole, looking up the implication in this case is the whole cast of SNL is out to get mm. you, Hans, very yes. specifically by gangstop. Uh, just dropping little hints that of what they're actually doing, but not copping to it fully, and it ramps up the obviousness of stealing from you over time. My whole life is like that. Hoodies, I wore them first. V-neck <laughs> shirts, I wore them first. Gave them up. Wore them first. Chuck Taylors, I brought them back. That was you. This is all yes, hoodies were me. Yes, yes. You had a homemade sweater, and it happened to have a... This was like homemade jeans, but homemade. Hoodies were out. I brought them back. I don't think hoodies And then all of a sudden, I'm watching shows like SNL. This was 9, 10, maybe 12 years ago, and I'm going, who wears a hoodie on TV? Everybody blows up the hoodie. I started growing my especially, hair back. Especially the Pete Davidsons and Jimmy Fallons of the world. Wearing hoodies. So hoodies are mine. He's on... He comes. He comes on Weekend Update. Yes, I say. Sweater. Mm-hmm. Not you. Denim shirts. Not you. That's the same. Denim shirts. Not you. Also not you. Jay Leno Jay tucked them. Den- I'll take out. Uh, you're right. An amendment. Denim shirt untucked. Light mm. denim, dark denim bottom. No, double also denim. Not you. Hashtag double D. <laughs> Hashtag double D's. Dirty denim, double denims. Wait, double Triple denims. D's. Triple D's, right? Double denim, denim top, denim bottom. Dirty double dims. Turn them in. Dim, now dim, I got them. Guys, the other, the go other, ahead. I wanted to mention the other time we got smeagled. Oh, please do. <clears throat> Einstein's boobs. I don't think we ever told. You mentioned it, but didn't tell the full story before. And, and I wasn't here also. And this is your brainchild. Einstein's boobs was, I think, mine, yeah. I think it was, definitely. It's, it's got b- science. <laughs> it's about a scientist that I like. Um, Einstein is just. Einstein has come up with his glorious theory of general relativity. And just proven recently. Just 
the last bit of it verified by gravity gravi the detection of <clears throat> gravitational waves very well remembered check Hansi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's trying to he's submitting it to the the patent office or the the, the royal science academy or whatever he's like yeah i think you'll find it's very interesting Corey i think jokes. you'll find it's all there it uh but the but the officer is just ignoring him. Uh, go away. Uh, it it's rather an important matter. You see, it redescribes the universe on in four dimensions of infinite space time. I think you'll find it quite interesting. Please just take a look. Eh, nah. No, go away. And he keeps begging, keeps begging, and and finally the, the patent officer says, "You know what, Einstein? Why don't you come back when you don't have boobs?" Camera pan. Cut to, yeah, pull back. Einstein turns around, all miffed, and he has a glorious rack. Set of boobs. Set of boobs. Um, now, th yes. Which? He, this may be what we talked about. We never performed. We didn't because. We couldn't get the prosthetics. Uh, <laughs> was it an, yeah, yeah, probably something to that effect, but. I will say this, this is something, and again, I feel like maybe we talked about work, but it certainly correlates here. Second time I've used correlate. Did you? Well, congratulations. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we, the place I used to work, Shillin' Hot Dogs, mm. a certain SNL head writer at the time and having his own animation segment on SNL. Mm. You'll probably work with him someday. You're in the same industry. <laughs> right. And he probably knows Kimmy Schmidt. Mm. Um, comes in for his uh, veggie farm dogs. Veggie, You know what a veggie farm dog is? I no. assume just tofu or something. Tofu dog with corn on top. Okay. Gross. Gross. Actually, it's pretty tasty. It was a corn salsa. Just saying. Um, You're vegan and you say kibosh? I don't know. Just like I thought you just meant Doesn't like corn good? on top. Uh, no, it, it's a corn salsa. I was being uh, anti-hyperbolic, mm. um, anti-antibolic, <laughs> uh, hypobolic. Thank you, trademark Henning. <laughs> I like it. I'm being hypobolic, and if you say that, everybody's gonna be like, "He's not being hyperbolic." And you go, "No, no, no, hypobolic." You gotta really enunciate it. I'm being hypobolic. So, uh, you'll find. I think you'll find the Latin roots work out quite nicely. Let me Thank tell you. you this. They had another uh, 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 veget tofu dog called, I don't remember, a tofu prairie dog. And it had this. Tofu dog, hummus, shredded pickled carrots, and black olives. Sounds great. It was wow. good. Sounds good. Why yeah. was it called a prairie dog? Wait, what was Maybe the... Maybe the, the carrots looked like hair. What was I don't the dog know. made out of? The dog itself? Tofu. Oh, but okay. deep fried tofu, mm. so they were they were good. I wasn't a vegetarian or anything then, and I ate them. And I also didn't have any money to eat anything else. So, but so Schmeagel, so Robert Schmeigel, the Schmeagel, comes in and eats farm dogs there. We're putting the schme on it. It's Schmeigel. It's a Schmeagel, <laughs> but we're named Schmeigel. Okay. Let's keep it straight. <laughs> He's a a rat. All right, that lives in a cave. No, uh, yes, but no. Um, but we were having a powwow there. Molly Shannon also used to come in. Very nice. Um, uh, name drop. 
Anyways. You did. She, uh, uh, anyways, get to it. Schmeagel came in. You and Smeagol are having a powwow? What do you mean? You, was it just Casey and me? I thought you were there. We were having a, it must have just been me and Casey, a powwow because he would come in and we would write sketches. You know the location on 23rd Street? Yeah. We definitely practiced there. And at night, there. after I closed, because yeah. I had the key, we would practice in the basement. But at day, when it was slow, Casey would come over, and we just mm. write sketches. And we are writing, not writing Einstein's booze, but either we're going over it, we're editing in it, but we're definitely talking about it. Mm. And we look up, and what better to look up for when you're a, a wannabe, a sketch comedian in New York, working on a sketch, but you're selling hot dogs, and you look up, and Schmeigel the Schmeigel is there to order his hot dogs. Oh, my God. We're I didn't like, know this part of it. So we play it cool. Casey's on his side of the thing, and he's obviously playing it cool. I you guys actually had a connection at some point. Yes. Yes. Holy crap. I sell him his farm dogs, and he liked to eat his dogs there. So I don't think intentionally, <laughs> but probably we were like, let's keep talking about fucking sketch comedy. Mm. With the sketch king Real in our loud. midst. Really loud. So, yeah. we're, room, so we're yeah. talking about Einstein's boobs. That weekend, maybe two weekends, Einstein's boobs, or what, whatever he called it, but the same premise was his animation Two bit. weeks later, Smigel has Animation Funhouse with a boobid Albert Einstein on it. I mean, what are the odds? What the crap? The odds that he comes in, we're talking about it, then it comes on. Wow. Coincidence, I think, for posterity's sake, because we're all going to work together. Yes. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Ours just thought two weeks ahead of his. Mm-hmm. 13 years for a recent. But Call us, Michael. Just so they're saying, it's been addressed. It's been addressed. You can go to jerkpractice.com and try and navigate a blog to see video, but I'll try and post it again. We're not trying to, we're not asking for any money. We're or starting beef. Litigation. No. Not even a job. I don't even want a fucking job. I'm a content market analyst, entry level, all right? <laughs> I don't need your gig. I'm a sports writer, too. Do you guys know that? No way. You are not. No, I'm not. <laughs> but I could be. Not, not yet. I pitched some articles. Okay. And today just so happens to be what? Super Bowl L.I. Yes, Ooh. Henning. 51. Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, is that what that means? No, just kidding. Did you know that? <laughs> yes. Did you just see it? I thought it meant Long Island. No. All right, all right, all right. So <laughs> we, got a sports, we got a sports show on our hands. Uh, well, let's start from the beginning. Meg, sports history for you? None. Growing up? Uh... None. I mean, obviously, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm from New England. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Why is that interesting? <laughs> well, that's obvious, not interesting. But d- how many Patriots games did you watch this year? I'm not calling you out, but I'm calling mm, you out. Maybe half of one. That's as much as I've watched. And I'm a Jets fan. I don't watch any Jets games. I had to give up on the football. Sometimes things have to go in your life when you get busy. Hmm. Sports was mine. Not not watch a lot of sports. But I, like you, still call myself a Jets fan. But that gets me as a guy. This might sound gender normative. As a guy, when you say your team this you know what? This is this is interesting. I bring I bring up a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that you haven't made yet. Go ahead. I think I do, because when I bring up a sports team like the Jets at the bar, 
they're always like, oh yeah, Kirk LeDurk and uh, Jimmy Jings this weekend had a great game. Do you, what do you think about that game compared to seven games ago? And I'm like, I said I was a Jets fan, but I haven't watched a Jets football game in five years. So I'm a liar. But I think right. when you say you're a Pats fan, you're just the male gender is so um, un, uh, patronizing that they they don't give you the same heat. They just go, good are, for girls. They like sports. They're unpatronizing or they are patronizing? They are patronizing they're by not sure. drilling you. Sure. I think that's true. Well, because true. they know that I know like, nothing oh, yeah, about sports cool. because I'm a female. But that shouldn't be true. Of course not. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that's what they think. I'm calling society out. Good <laughs> what point. What would you rather they turn away and ignore you or they're really curious suddenly that a girl likes sports? <laughs> Don't care either Somewhere way. in between. <laughs> yeah, somewhere just in between. <laughs> oh, ideally, like any other person liking sports, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the conundrum that... So I grew up... It won't bring it all on me, but you get to say you're a Patriots fan because you're from Boston. Yeah. Right. So I grew up in South saying... Dakota. No teams. <laughs> no. None. Nothing. You Sioux Falls nothing. Canaries, so and they went the... bankrupt. Sioux <laughs> <laughs> Canaries. The baseball team. And they you can't even buy a, a vintage hat. That, they burned them all. Is it because there are, there are a lot of coal mining or iron mining? Uh, it's a great question. Why, why would that name exist? down into the... Mines? There's no mines in South Dakota. <laughs> in Sioux Falls especially. It's on the border of Minnesota, Sioux Falls is. It's not even on that side of the country. Sioux Falls Sky Force, that was a basketball team. I think it might still be around. No teams. That's... So even when I say, also what people expect is when you say the team you're a fan of, you have some kind of relation. So I'm a boss. The only sport I really do follow that I can say I follow the most, I should say that because I haven't really been, it's the Boston Celtics because my dad played basketball and my brothers were Celtics fans. But then I get to the old New England Patriots fans and they're like, yeah, Boston. I'm like, no, I'm from South Dakota. I just picked Boston for no reason. Patriots are, are New England in general, but there's they chose Boston. Is that Yeah, how do they get away with that? I don't know. You can't claim a whole region. They did. Long ago. Any other places in the sports world that claim regions? No. The U.S. Olympic team. <laughs> <laughs> Calling out. I guess that gives them an unfair advantage. More fans. Yeah. More population to draw from. So if they win this game, it's been rigged the whole time. Totally. All right. Falcons. I take Falcons by a field goal. Whoa. Whoa. Come Is on. Is there no other... Maybe there's no other football team in all of New England. That can't be true either. It is true. It is true. Like, but there's like four in New York. It's that market. See? We got a lot of fat whites here. That's something I never thought about. about. Like a lot of fat white football. How many, how many in New York? Giants, Jets, Buffalo Bills. Three. Knicks. That's, Baseball. oh Basketball. boy, sports show, baby. Then I know it's basketball. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. But growing up, uh, Henning, professional mm. teams, Oregon. Uh, oh, yeah, we had the Trailblazers. Beautiful. They were hot when that's you were growing it, up, too. Clyde yeah, the Glide. They were a big thing. Clyde the Glide, Drexler, Danny Ainge, th- our three-point shooter. 
Uh, Ainge the range. I'm sorry, but Danny Ainge is and will always be a Celtic mm. player. He's oh, their yeah. general manager now. Oh, didn't president, know that. Maybe president. He played. I see. That's how. See, I just. I'm a periff. I can't call myself a sports fan because I didn't <laughs> knew Dan, Danny Ainge won a lot with the Celtics, but he probably went to Portland and was amazing. I and, think you only know like the Larry Bird era of sports time. Does that is that accurate? Uh, it's I uh, 2000. Like ten to fourteen Celtics, like with the Paul Pierce and the uh, I almost true. said Garrett Morris, but uh, Kevin Garnett and these <laughs> we people. We got pretty into it. And uh, a w- one year with the Knicks, Rondo. like I, yeah. yeah, Rondo plays for the Bulls now. I think they weren't. This isn't that kind of sports show. We're not getting specific. <laughs> so you got your teams growing Those up. Stats will be quoted. No football, Oregon. No football. Nope. The Ducks, hot college team. Yeah, college mm. college rivalry: Beavers versus Ducks. Big track community, Portland? Uh, not really. Oregon State, biggest track uh, division in the mm. collegiate. That didn't filter down to things. That didn't filter things. down to collegiate as things. part of the culture. As how about how about playing sports growing up? Volleyball, Meg? volleyball, my whole life. Whole life, varsity or junior varsity? Both. All right, and we don't have a sports maven on our hands. You don't. Ooh, la, la. Varsity. That's all you need. That's all neat. Do you have a letter? That's, that's big. Yeah. All needs be said. I stole my letter when <laughs> we had to register for classes, and it almost became a scandal. Wait, wait, wait. Stole a letter, not your letter. I stole a letter to put yeah. on a letterman's jacket that right. I didn't have. But... You stole someone else's letter, is my uh, point. Oh, that was probably someone else's. That's my. Of course it was. Did you play a varsity sport? I did not. Then there you go. I never made varsity. And did they only make limited number of letters? And someone was missing Potentially. They just have like the windy, like dirt, like where the W should be, just the outline. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sports. We got volleyball in the varsity. That seems pretty legit to me. Henning, any? I never watched sports, but I played a lot of sports, basketball, baseball, and soccer. Whoa. More baseball than any of the other two. Double whoa. You heard it here. See, I got to be honest. I was bad at all of them, though. Fun fact about Henning. Fun fact about Henning. I really didn't expect it. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. But uh, I'm I'm tall. I can get the rebound on the the basketball court. I can run run fast for soccer, I guess. I wasn't really too good at soccer. Baseball, I was... Pitcher. I was pitcher for some reason. What? I had no reason to be there you're tall. because I'm so. Is that what? Is that you a good strategy? The, the, you're a science guy. Oh, long arm span. Long arm velocity. Okay. Maybe did you have a side whip? Didn't didn't help me out. I I was throwing heat accurate, but slow. <laughs> you're very you're <laughs> very regimented guy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But everyone hit off me. And. Uh, <laughs> was it like a bad news bears kind of? Like montage where you just see the ball keep going over your shoulder. <laughs> oh boy, I, I I played sports up until uh, how, oh when did you up until what around what age mm. would you say sports kind of left your? We talking varsity here? Any? No, nowhere near. Not even JV. Me neither. C team. Get out of out of elementary school and I'm done with it yeah that's only high school time I to focus on only high schools do academics jv and varsity well i didn't know how late up until the game you were playing the sports right 
and I'm saying as soon as I was out of elementary school, basically, I was done with sports. Is this something your parents pushed you toward, or your decision? Uh, I don't really remember. I I liked baseball. Didn't like the other two very much, but just it was what the boys my age did. Mm. Uh, All my I, friends were there. Mm-hmm. I was it, forced. I was forced to play sports. Had to do it. I have brothers that are very athletic, and it was like a legitimate fight. I the last time I played a team sport, I was in middle school, and when I like, I just stopped showing up for practice, and I got, I want to say like grounded or beat. Like maybe I shouldn't say beat on the podcast, but I, it would, did not go down well. I was forced to play sports, and the worst part about that is my brothers were athletic. Even my oldest brother, Travis, was a distance runner, like set records doing that. My brother, Jesse, just in generally an athletic guy. My dad was. So I was forced to play sports with zero, Rudy Rudiger. Well, Rudy <laughs> Rudiger is like a brick shit house, but with zero athletic ability. So I was the funny guy on the team that like wasn't any good. That would just had to be self-deprecating because nobody threw the ball to him. He played the worst position in baseball, like left field or right field. I don't know which. The one behind first base is less. If you're yeah. you're batting, most the people are right-handed. Batters are right-handed. Yeah, so I would be right field. Yeah, right field. Right fielder or rover. rover. Just general floater. <laughs> because there were so many I was the floater of the sports world just no, so all the kids can play all the kids can play they yeah. put an extra position out in the outfield called Rover was oh. it really called Rover? yeah Rover oh, man. we used to have a guy Gypsy uh, who uh, was probably a soft Ernie in retrospect who was on my team who okay. was always calling Rover goes I want to be Rover and then he would <laughs> but he was soft that's why in retrospect yeah it's but that's not, also so. it's because it's a dog's name Actually, it's pretty sharp. I wish I, get, I thought I get, of it. I get the joke that he's making there. Yeah. Let's see. I was uh, not forced to play. Not you just uh, your brother was was he ever forced to play any sports? Or no, was, not just forced. Wasn't your thing? We wanted to. I or, believe I maybe miss speaking for my brother, but no, I wanted to play. Well, my aunt was a volleyball coach for a million years at a varsity, um, a varsity coach at a, a local. High school, and so I guess as soon as I could walk, I was playing volleyball because she mm-hmm. taught me. But yeah, I loved it. I loved volleyball. But I probably should have been forced to play piano. <laughs> Something now in my life that would be very <laughs> be useful. useful. Well, or you would. Have grown, but I was to hate forced. It. No, I was forced to take piano for like a year, and I hated it. Mm. I was forced to play an instrument as well, so I played percussion. And one of the there's those moments in my life where if I think about it, I will just always giggle. And it's because there's two moments like so I wanted to be the hard like kick ass drummer, but I didn't want to practice at all. So I didn't practice at all. And believe it or not, drummers have to practice. So uh, we would have like every few months uh, an orchestra show or a band show. And I was in the percussion section and I would have to play the like xylophone or something, and I just hadn't learned any of the songs. Like, just that part was not going to be but in the you show. Guys, didn't you have to like rehearse during the day, like in band? Always. What? 
How did you not know the Percussion in the back. Yeah, but how did you not know the song? Don't make eye contact and you get avoided because we have so many people in percussion, there's not a lot of parts. So there was. You just go through the motions and not actually hit the skin? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, like, I'll never forget. Your music teacher couldn't hear that, that you weren't playing? Probably. But it was probably got to the point where she was just like, I've got other. It's not the most integral part to the song. <laughs> the timpanis, like I, I learned my timpani part because it was the only like part with solo, timpani solo. That's fun. Big old drum. Those were fun. But uh, the, so there was a, a bells, we called them the bells and the biz, the xylophone. Xylophone. Where we were actually had the show where the parents show up, the recital or whatever, and it comes to my part and I just fake like play it. And just everybody, like, we were all, like, the goofballs in the percussion. And they were just, like, you have to try and keep a straight face. So they're seeing me not play and clearly not know it, but <laughs> act like, uh, you know, wave my yeah. hands and act like I'm playing. And they're just, like, cracking up and we can't stop laughing. So I was literally thinking of that either yesterday or the day before. And I just started, like, smiling. And then we had uh, one competition or, like, a required um Sagment, no, a required like recital solo where you had to go in front into a band mm-hmm. room in front of three judges with your piece of music, present them with the, the, the page music, mm-hmm. and then play it for them. And they and would rate just, how you did. Just you. No just one to cover for you. Just you. So <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Billy Madison where it's the end competition and they have the like instrument portion. And the villain in that, Eric, played by uh, Bradley Whitford, mm. plays this beautiful piece of music on like a violin, I think. And then Adam Sandler just walks out there with like a clarinet and just toot, toot, he's good, and just walks away. Like that's basically, I had three months to prepare for this. I walk in there, hand them the paper and just go, clink. Clink, clink. <laughs> I didn't. I. That's it. <laughs> Just walk out. And my Sorry parents, for wasting your time. And my parents had driven like it was forty-five minutes in like the next closest town, and you have to wait as they post your review, like like grades basically your scores basically. Okay. So like my parents just knew like they we just walked out and like people were talking about posting scores and I was like we don't have to we don't have to. We don't have to wait for scores. It didn't it's go awful. well. I can't believe they made all these kids do that. Everyone did great. There was probably the most simple piece of music, and we had so much time to do it. I was just uh, hashtag pro pro TM'd. <laughs> um, Thought you could wing it. Speaking of Super Bowl, just got a text from Dad. Guess what it says? Go Boston Racists. No, go Pats. Oh, See? those guys. Ah, boy. See, nationalism, Trump. Uh, it is. style nationalism. That's, yeah, it's uncomfortable when people are so into their sports team. For me, like, it's just an excuse. It's nationalism light. I would agree mm. with that. It's an excuse for people to divvy out, divvy off, divide up into tribes and be really fake angry at the other tribe and divide not 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 be able to talk to people Mm. on the other side do you think it's um and we have enough of that in this world right now agreed take it and it's also (laughs) also wrestling yeah nice Mm -hmm. uh like you were saying you guys just are born into by accident whatever Mm. 
sports team you will eventually are expected to revere. It's an accident of birth, just like national countries. Thumbs up. <laughs> where nice. you're born. Thumbs up. And like religion, rather, if I do say so myself. Sure. Say so. You did. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Preach. You just you get indoctrinated into it, and and that's your life now. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Screw it. So I'm I'm against pretty much every aspect of that, and my dad, too. What about the aspect of putting the game on later, laying down a friendly bet and eating some nachos with it on in the background, though? Adverse? I am hungry, so, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Sports fan over here. Converted. Preaching to the choir. <laughs> Speaking of choirs, but I'm not, I did have an article about the Super Bowl that I wrote, if you want to hear it. Cool. Sure. This Super Bowl? Might be. Yes, it is. L.I.? Or Super Bowl Super Bowl L.I. L.I. Play okay. with that. L.I.E. <laughs> Long Island Expressway. All right. This is uh, definitely trademarked unless somebody buys it and then it's their it's property. There's, yeah. But for now. So this episode might. Right, rights reserved for whoever eventually buys it. L.L.C., I believe. <laughs> right? Might need to cut L.I. It. I'm not cutting shit. The coin toss. Uh, this has, which is coming up soon, I believe. Yeah, 6.30. What time? Is, no, don't spoil it. Time. Then we got to keep that ethereal. <laughs> For the listener. This is a timeless For podcast. the listener. Yes. The Casey. listeners. Casey. Listeners. Don't Casey. take it down. All right. You said it. Hey, self-esteem. I need, I need to keep the little thread I have, all right? The coin toss. Mm-hmm. This is the article. The coin toss. Can it really change an outcome? Of the whole game? Mm. Yeah, just a supposedly very minute thing. That's uh, rhetorical, rhetorical, rhetorical. That's the okay. title. I'll let we you can talk. get into it. Me. <laughs> NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell announced on Wednesday, February 1st, that the coin toss in Super Bowl 51 will be overseen by the 41st President and former First Lady George H.W. and Barbara Bush. This should come as good news for Patriots fans because the former president presided over the coin toss in Super Bowl 36 and Adam Vinatieri's field goal victory over Kurt Warner and his St. Louis Rams. But that was also the first and only time a former, parentheses, or sitting, uh, dash, President Trump's people are probably probing for 52, and parentheses. President presided over a coin toss, and for a betting man, a single precedent from a former president is not enough to constitute a prediction. So, what else can be gained from the coin tosses of old? Henning, did you know, I added the part, but Henning, <laughs> Meg, did you know that since Tom Brady took his Pats to their first Super Bowl back in 2002, they have lost but all they have lost all but one of their coin tosses? For those of you out there counting, that's one out of six. <laughs> they, oh, they, they've been to a lot of Super Bowls. Yeah, six okay. since Brady took over. Since thir- this is the sixth. Since th- this Super is Bowl 36? No, this is the seventh. Has to be, because they had six coin tosses right. already. Brady was in on Super Bowl 36? Like yeah, isn't that crazy? 14, 14 years? Yes, yeah. I thought that was ago. a... I was talking to Meg when, after Damn. I submitted this, and I went, I put the wrong Super Bowl down. Nope. And then I did the math, and I didn't. Get out. He's crazy old. And he's got like five years left. He's got, yeah. He's a robot. He's still doing robot. it. Robot? Jeez. <sighs> I guess quarterbacks, low impact, right? 
they the can last that forever. Is, and he gets taken care of very well. Yeah, if they have good a good team. Okay. But no but one hit No, but in personal life, come on. The court the quarterback for the Bears, the Bears Super Bowl team, nineteen eighty five, lives in Arizona and doesn't know his own name. Legitimately, there's a you can look it up. There's an ESPN documentary. His name's Brian something, and they go and talk to him. Dad jeans on, white tennis shoes, tucked jersey, doesn't know his name. And it, that, is there sad. a correlation between the quality of his defense? Yes, yeah. yes. No, it's it, that's actually true. That's the, there's a documentary on it, and you can see it's not the quality helmet? of his defense. Quality of helmet? Nope. Mm. It's his. No, come on. He had a. Smart mouth that would always badmouth the other team's defense the, the week before the game. So they like w- just tried to tear him apart. He only lasted like two seasons. <laughs> Brian McNair, I don't know, something. <clears throat> Thankfully for the Patriots, their Super Bowl win ratio with Brady is a little bit better. Four for six. Mm-hmm. Now, out of those coin tosses, the face has fallen flat on its nose, producing heads only two out of six times. Face has, wait, what? It's, it's a way with words. Hold on. Doesn't, I'll repeat. Right. Now, we'll out of those coin tosses, editing later. <laughs> out of those coin tosses, the face has fallen flat on its nose, heads down. Heads down, yeah. But you said meaning heads, which would be the opposite. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Hold on. Now, easy, out of those coin change. tosses, Just... it's already been submitted. I look oh. like a fool. <laughs> Probably not going to. Damn it. I'm not going to accept that one. <laughs> Your well, paper maybe, is about to- coin tossing. Now, out of those coin tosses, Wait, the, face has, heads? the <laughs> face has fallen flat on its nose, producing heads only two out of the six times. Fallen up on its face. Producing Fuck. tails? If the nose is down, that's tails up. That's it tails. is. Tails up. Sorry, Hans. And one of those times also produced a Patriots loss. I really messed that up. Yep. With the help of, and I went over an editor. An editor went over it with me. <laughs> wink, wink, left, left, Pointing to my left. Me. Nudge, Not nudge. true. Flags. Flag on the play. Flags, no, editor over here. No yellow here. flag. You say you threw the flag. No, flags. Uh, She's talking about my seasonal flags seasonal article. Seasonal flags article. I was oh. editor on that. For Not the, on this. I will put up a posting for my seasonal flags article on the Home Improvement website it's next week. Good. Different no, article. This, never heard, it, never heard this in my life. You haven't heard this one? Negative. I wish you would had because I wouldn't look so stupid. <sighs> I'll finish. <laughs> now let's flip it to the Falcons for a change. Atlanta, Atlanta should be... Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta should be Atlanta should be hoping for heads. After that, the birds can rest easy, or at least until kickoff, because New England has a 50-50 record in regards to heads. And 50-50, isn't that what it all comes down to? Or no, excuse me. And 50-50, isn't that what it always comes down to? Out of the last 50 big games in the to- Oh, boy, oh, boy. Out of the last 50 big games, the toss is standing steady at 26 to 24, tails lead. And the winner of the toss has gone to win the big show 24 times. So whether there's some merit to it or not, you can be certain that the Patriots will be hoping to see more than just one former president this Super Bowl Sunday, and the Falcons (laughs) will be looking for their tails. (laughs) I'm Lindsay Meggins, (laughs) and this article is flawed. Damn. Sports. Well, sports are hard. I got one on professional wrestling. <laughs> Dope. 
But or I also in, it I net. also invited <laughs> maybe somebody with a little more authority on sports. The talk stoner? sports. Huh? The stoner? Not Greg Stone. Not Greg Stone? Nope. Is it somebody you Shocking. haven't seen in a while? Shocking. Article or should I call my friend? DeCrank? It's not DeCrank. DeCrank went away He's until to Christmas. He's a seasonal flag <laughs> on the play. You have a, a character that has been on the Jerk Practice show, but there's no characters. I have a friend who. Oh, oh boy. Uh, he's here. Wow, that's Should a I let him in? Hey, yeah, sure. Well, his ears were burning, I would imagine. Come in, come in, come in. All right, this guy, by the way, stay. He's abrasive. Mm. Unlike other people I bring on the show he's that right. are less abrasive. Mm. Hansi's right here. He can hear he you. He has to. He he's very distracted, so he has to look at lips. Uh, hey, hey, hey! Take your mic. Take your mic. How you doing, chest? Hey, hey! Let me introduce myself. All right. all right. Okay. All right. All right. Texas billionaire and podcast visionary, Chest Justice, here. Mm. Henning, Meg. Hello, Chest. Hey. 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 Good to be here, Chest Justice. Henning. Did you know I had the first podcast? No way. I thought that was Ricky Gervais. Nope. It was me. But I spelled it pod with two Ds because it was so wacky. Double Ds. Podcast. Didn't last. But you're welcome. Now, all right, all right, all right. I know Hans brought me here. Yes, I did, Chess. And you're being very rude. All right. Sorry. And I don't think you have your character voice down. It sounded different in... Your, your head. It might have, but I'm working on it. All right, all right. Now, I know y'all got me here to talk about the Super Bowl, but first, if you don't mind me addressing the elephant in the room. Smile. <clears throat> or as I call it, yes, Henning. Or as I call it, the hippopotamus in the hallway. I heard that a certain late-night show unceremoniously did to you jerk practitioners, mm. Hansen Henning, yeah. Meg by Proxy, mm -hmm. yet again last night. First, they schmeagled your ideas for Einstein's boobs. Still smarts. Which, I gotta say this, Henning, we all know was a cop on my idea, Oppenheimer's vaginas, mm. that I did first. I did like that one. I'm just saying. But who's counting? Ding dong. What's that? Someone else <laughs> at my, the door? That, no, hey. <laughs> oh, God. You don't know Chess Justice? Ding dong. Oh, that's your thing. That's, that's your, my thing. That's your <laughs> Hans, add in a ding dong with that. Yeah, all right, Chess. Ding dong. But who's counting? Ding dong. And now, and now, uh, and now look what they do. Trademark. They steal, they steal your funny Willy Chonklet thing idea. Willy Chonklet? Willy Chonklet. All right, maybe I ain't seen it, but you'll know why. What a shame. I mean, first off, that Roald Dahl calls himself an original when he knows my children's book, Billy Bananas, and the... <laughs> when he knows that it was my children's book, Billy Bananas in the Vanilla Warehouse, <laughs> that came first. But whatever, it's a hack show. It's a hack show. Back to it. Yeah, it's an L. The hack show, yes, Henning, but it it rhymes with S N smells. smells. Boom. They steal Ding your sketch. Dong. 
Oops, sorry, I mean, I stole your catchphrase right there. Sorry. Bing bang. I can always roll with it. Bing boom. Bada boom. That might be trademarked for somebody else. Anyways, I mean, truth be told, I always felt like that show lifted their idea from me. You remember my show, right? That I wrote, created, and produced. Uh, Friday noon recorded <laughs> at an earlier date. You guys remember that? No. Live from, uh, recorded earlier, it's Friday at noon. It's Friday at noon. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a passing thing. I'm just saying it sounds like uh, what a travesty when people can't come up with their own ideas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, yeah. you didn't bring me here to talk skits. You brought me here to talk sports, which I spell both with a Z. Mm-hmm. Skits and sports. Trademarked. Mm-hmm. All right? Cause Today. You're crazy. Because you're wacky. Because I came up with it first. The Z. Trademarked. I trademarked the Z. That's how it's spelled first. Yeah. Sports. <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy. He gets it. Sorry to interrupt. Go Please ahead. do. Ahead, just. Please do. By the way, I think you met my brother groaning in the shower the other day. <laughs> That was him. Uh, breast chestis. <laughs> All right. I digress. Today is Super Bowl Sunday, but more like toilet bowl real gay. Nice. And if you think that joke was insensitive, don't. Because I spell gay like gray. G-E-Y. Uh, another, another tweak. So it's not. So it's not. Hateful, basically. <laughs> And, and trademarkable Acceptable. As well. And I, I feel like that fell flat. Just saying. <laughs> but. What is going on? All right, sorry. I brought my pooches Quiet with pups. me. And uh, that was such a long, awkward pause. But it is what it is. <laughs> Chess was thinking about his billions. And his millions. That he vested and turned into the billions. Both with Z's. And triple L's, baby. L ones. I I use ones for L's (laughs) because I'm number one. (laughs) All right, but back to the Super Bowl boring. Don't worry, Chest has his own football league. You might have heard of it, the NFL, which Mm. I spell the N E N F L. (laughs) Okay, Uh, you know the one. And like those copycats. We got our own big game. It's called the Great Plate. And don't worry. Instead of the Super Bowl, the Great <laughs> I, Plate. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Don't worry. I spell great with an eight. Yeah. G-R-8 would. plate. Why not put throw the eight in the plate, too? Trademarked. Eight, eights, double eights. I don't have anything for that. I just went with great. I could have just used great. I don't know why I needed to use the eight. Because it's not a Super Bowl. It's a Great Plate. Anyways. It's Great Plate Power Weekend, as you know. We, cor- we, we correlate with the Super Bowl. <clears throat> power Weekend? Nice. Correlate. I like it. I heard. It was outside the door. That's for this episode. We got pregame tailgating happening <laughs> with an all-vegan menu. We'll be rah-rah rooting with fruits and gluten. All right? Nice. That's for you, Meg. You already you also run a, a like a vegan food company? I invented vegan. No and way. we spend it we spell it V E G U N because it's the diet with a bang. <laughs> vegan. All right? 
cool. But we also got the world's famous Dallas cheerleaders, mm-hmm. ugly friends from Waco, Texas, mm-hmm. doing dances, hand dances. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're, they're upside down the whole time, just dancing on their hands? <laughs> it, it could be. They just don't have legs. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. It, it was a tragic uh, of, nuclear thing. Because of Waco? Yeah. <laughs> By proxy. Dark, dark. By proxy. <laughs> it's amazing how the whole town, because of one incident, is, I, I got to tell you. We also got the national anthem of Croatia, mm. sung by the Black Bundies. European nationalist <laughs> Black Bundies. You had to go, okay. I don't think the... The national anthem of the United States is trademarked, so I didn't see why it to go with another country's song. I got business ties to Croatia. Oh, I see. Sad. It's dumb, but I do. Not a conflict. I'm just kidding. I'm doing my old pal's stinky tramps and impression, <laughs> just saying. It's just a pretty song. And also, with the Black Bundies, we got tap dancing jackass Donnie Tramps press secretary Randy Spice. Uh-oh. Blueberry of the month. Right, Henning? <laughs> Blueberry. I'm hip. That's what we say here. <laughs> Coin toss? I don't think so. In the NFL, we pass the buck. What'll it be? Fronts or backs? <laughs> That's how you determine the team. Who's playing in the Super Bowl, Meg? New England Patriots. And? The Atlanta Falcons. Yuck. I'd wa- rather watch paint dry. That one's not mine. Next to my flat screen, I'm a billionaire, which is playing the Boston Racists versus the Atlantis Falcors. It's going to be great. In the ENFL. In the ENFL. Much better than last year's matchup between the Moon Serious Muskboshers. Musk is on my chart, by the way. Yours too. Wow. He's charted. Trademarked. <laughs> Everything's just a little bit off with you, Chest. First. A little bit first, I think you meant. And they'll be playing the Columbus, Ohio AVGs. It's always the law with them guys. AVGs. I don't, I don't get it. Law of averages. And that's also an insider one for a special <laughs> listener out there. And don't miss, guys, don't miss the color commentary by Lindsay Meggins oh, and Megan's. his co-host, a mirror with masking tape that says Megan Lindsay. Believe me, they don't see eye to eye, or they do, but it's backwards thinking. I'm working on that one. <laughs> Lastly, and before I go, they see cross-eyed. They see left to left and right to left, which right, which really messes you up. It's look. I couldn't get a, a because it's supposed to be. Okay, go ahead. Megan's it's it's in his rider. He wants to be next to a mirror. He's got a uh, he's a vein. He's a real vein, if you know what I mean. That's what I call jerks, veins. <laughs> Trademarked. What a vein. Anyways, uh before I go and you've been so kind, uh uh we do have a halftime show. And we have theirs beat. Lady Gaga, come on, no way. We got the Goo Goo Dolls, Ziz, drummers, new band, the Goo Goo Guys, with lead vocalists from the Jazz Cousins, Goods Man John, and Man Dacroid. And, just to throw it in, headlining 
The ice cold toasty salts. The ice cold toasty salts. That's a thinker. Ice cold. Red hot. Chili peppers. Toasty salts. Yikes. Boom. (laughs) The ice cold toasty salts. I got shirts out in my trunk. I'm just saying, well, guys, I got to (laughs) go. Because I'm working on my 2020 campaign for president, spelled with a Z. Mm -hmm. Prez. Prez. Ident. Ident. I'm running as a re-Republican. A re-Republican. Because I'm... Republicans great again. Returning... The revalry to the party. I hope you have your vote, fellas and ladies. We'll see. Sounds like my hella jets here. Buy good. Buy good. (laughs) Yes. Ladies and gents. That's that's how I say it. Buy good. Buy good. Buy good, chest. See you, chest. That was fun. That guy's a hoot, right? He's he's Susian. You think so? In the way he just reverses everything. he he tweaks mm. it a little bit. Well, the thing is and he calls it a tweak or he says he it's like an origi- an original, but I think it's just he's a putting tweak. an original flavor on everything. But he also says that he came came up with these tweaks before the so it wouldn't standard be a tweak version of it. That's hypobolic. <laughs> Cuz you can't tweak something that Hasn't been done yet. Right. So we tweak his. Well, that's it. that's what he's saying. He's, like we switched by good to good by. I don't know if I trust him on that. Well, I don't know if I trust him as far as I can throw him. I'll tell you that. Just not far because he's a large man. Have you never seen his video online? NFL? Chess Justice? Yeah, NFL. No. Yeah. You've never seen that? <laughs> joy work. It's a jerk practice joy work. It is? Yeah. Oh. Character. Not yeah. a character. Guy. I'll show it to you. I'll put it on the... <laughs> I didn't know he was an existing property. I'll put it on the Tumblr. Of jerk practice. Oh, yeah. Tumblr. That's, uh, yeah, Casey uh, came up with ENFL, <laughs> which has always been one of the funnier jokes I've ever thought of. <laughs> I've ever thought that jerk uh, practice came up that with. That came up with it. was just very funny. I spelled the N. ENFL. I don't know where the premise came. Oh, you know what? The premise, the premise for when we first heard of chess, it came from there was an NFL lockout. So it was all these really rich football billionaire football owners fighting millionaire football players over the billionaires didn't want to get rid of some of their extra millions and the millionaires wanted a few more millions so they just said we're not going to play football this year and so everybody all the advertisers were like no this is because billionaires million million billionaire football players mm-hmm. football owners trillionaire football player bill billionaire football owners millionaire Millionaire football players players. trillion dollar industry so the industry was like no this can't go like so chess justice came in and said don't worry you don't need the nfl i got my own enfl and this is it's kind of like when fox spun off xfl you could call it that he's another chest baltimore justician uh, Justusian. Ooh, <laughs> writing it down. Tweak on existing property. I got to introduce Chess to. Uh, what was the deal with XFL though? Was was it just a money grab like you, or uh, like like me, like like you <laughs> describe with ENFL? Uh, I think XFL was a Trump thing, by the way. Trump was like one of the biggest uh, investors in XFL. No kidding. Yes. And or I'm making it up, but I'm almost <laughs> sure I'm, I'm right. It was an indoor football league. Like, 
wrestling, but football. Yes. Because it was all theater. Yep. Indoor. You, you bash them into the walls. It was like a, there used to be a crazy, and Casey might be able to, um, you're going to hear from Casey on this episode, by the way. He's got a segment Holding brewing. to it. Yep, he sure does. There used to be on daytime uh, television a sport which was just basketball on trampolines. Do you remember seeing that? <laughs> no. And when I say trampolines, it was basketball, two hoops, like a standard basketball court, uh-huh. one really elasticy trampoline. One large one, not several that you could fall between. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Just one really big trampoline. Okay. Well, it's got to be. It's a smaller court, I'm sure, right? Probably smaller, but size. and there was rules, obviously, because you can't dribble, but there was rules you could only bounce so many times with the ball. Maybe like a traveling rule, and then you had to pass it. But uh, what did they call it? I don't remember. Ultimate X basketball ball? or something. Oh my speaking God! Of, speaking of the article, here come the bushes here, oh, out on the field. Both being look at Barbara Bush's beautiful fuchsia overcoat. Oh no! I thought that was her own rascal. I didn't see the guy driving it. I thought she was <laughs> in like a Cadillac of mobile. What do you think about this uh, standing mm-hmm. ovation for forty-first president Henning? First Iraq War, that's cool too. <laughs> Not everything he did was great, but he was he was our president at some point. Nixon, sure, why not? Nixon administration, CIA under Reagan, no CIA under Nixon, vice president under Reagan, say no to drugs, kick the homeless out of the institutions, <laughs> flip a coin. I'll tell you what, I'll so flip my coin. They should all be taking a knee right now. And I know another coin turning their back. Two Face. Because he's a liar. Mm. No, that's okay. Both of his his coins were heads, though, so you'd be safe on your article <laughs> if you wrote it about him. Uh, burn on the article, <laughs> apparently. That's fair. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be burning you about for that forever. Uh, I'm so sorry, I got distracted. You're blowing up this whole. Podcast. I was blowing up, and the thing is, you know why I'm so impressed? Nobody calls me because nobody likes me. <laughs> um. Sports. I got one on wrestling. I got to redeem the coin toss. Okay. Boom. One, one more. One more. And this, speaking of burns, mm-hmm. let me join you in the burn Matt, ward. Matt burn. I'm burning is here. Is a thing that happens. Oh, yeah. This is a Matt burn. Page one. WrestleMania. One for the ages or just aged? Okay. You're talking WCW or W. WWE. WWE used to be WWF. Not legit Greek wrestling, oiled up naked men. Which you're going to be the kind of guy of that likes this article if you're anti wrestling. Okay, go ahead. WrestleMania has come a long way since we first first watched the Hulkster and his A team mate Lawrence Terod. Mm-hmm. That's Mr. T Fool. Oh, that's in there. Defeat Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff in their Madison Square Showdown back in '85. WrestleMania, which initially garnered an attendance of less than 20,000, has grown to an event with a crowd of over 100,000 and a gross of more than 17 million. But more than 30 years later, WrestleMania seems less eventful than ever. Based on the purported matchups that WrestleMania 33 has on its docket, it seems that Vince McMahon's flair for cross-promotion is needed now more than ever. Did you know, Henning, Mm -hmm. that the night before... Oh my God, it's all coming back. Did you know the night before the first WrestleMania, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T hosted Saturday Night Live? What? Co-host? Co-hosted. Dual hosting. Never seen that before. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Where is that signature pizzazz now? Yes, reigning Royal Rumble champion Randy Orton has the moves and muscles to make a physical show out of his potential matchup with John Cena, or maybe Bray Wyatt, current wrestlers. If you got to be into it. But where's (laughs) the boom, baby? Yeah, where's the ding dong? We know Brock Lesnar and Goldberg can go toe-to-toe, but where's the show? I mean... Wait, aren't those... Okay, those are mixed martial arts guys. No. Are they getting, well, dropping into WrestleMania too? Brock Lesnar was original, original WWE, but he uh, went to MMA, and yeah. he got kicked out of MMA now for using steroids. So he's mm-hmm. back to WWE. Okay, they don't care. Sure. I mean, doesn't McMahon have a presidential appearance to top? Just saying. Yeah. Him and him and Trump were close. That's, uh, Trump was on the show. In the heyday of WrestleMania. Trump got a Stone Cold Steve Stunnard. <laughs> Dang. Or is this the way the industry is heading? Safety in sameness. Hmm. Gone are the days when the legitimate athlete attempted to legitimize the world of professionally wrestling. Muhammad Ali was an official at WrestleMania 1, for goodness sakes. Sake. Sadly, thanks to an uptick in our cultural obsession with physical perfection, which has our love of the show. Fuck, is that mean? Sadly, thanks to an uptick in our cultural obsession with physical perfection, which has... One more time. time. No, it has an error in it. From the top. Which has overcast our love of the show. But it just says, which has our love of the show. Son of a bitch. I went over. Hey, they get an hour of my time. Also, already submitted. Editor on this one. Yes. Not true. I went over it with you. You did not. WWE is as legit as it gets. And legit, that was sarcastic. And legit has (laughs) nothing to do with physicality. I think that it's obvious that the wrestlers of today eclipse their predecessors in that category, hands down. Rather, sorry? How do you get across the sarcasm, though, in writing? Legit is in italics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, and it legit is it's hit with a um, a dash after that last line that I forgot a word in, so it's all lost. Like you read that and you just go, "This is <laughs> what happened." What happened here? Like if you're a wrestling fan, you're already angry because I'm like taking a bad tone at wrestling. Yeah. But then when you see a mistake that you have to reread a sentence three times, like I don't get what he means. I don't. <laughs> it kind of looks like a complete. If you're going to be angry. Rather, legit equated with sterility. And isn't that the last thing we want from our wrestling? Sanitary? (laughs) Legit equated with sterility. Sterility. Sterile. Okay. And we don't want our wrestling sanitary. Sanitary. Yeah, we want (laughs) blood and. When you you say these things out loud, I gotta say. Here's my coup de grace, though, the capper, the last sentence. The conclusion. Stone Cold Steve Stunner. Here's my stunner. Cold Stone Cold Steve Austin cold, Stunner. Cold Stone Creamery Stone. <laughs> cold Cream Stunnery. Steen Stone. Steen, Steen Stone. Stunnery nice to meet you. WrestleMania 33 will take place on Sunday, April 2nd in Orlando's Camping World Stadium. No predictions here, but I can tell you which matchup to watch for if you're looking for a bit of that 1985 feeling. The Big Show versus Shaquille O'Neal, who have been beef. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. that's happening. Uh, the Big Show versus Shaquille O'Neal, who have been beefing since the Andre the Giant Memorial and, Rest- Memorial and WrestleMania 32. 
Let's hope they can summon up a bit of the legendary big man's magic and muster up some mania for this res- for this waning wrestling watcher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think these two are going to get picked up. No. So, you, you know. Well, you... That's all right. Wrestling fans can't read. Ooh, they, they do know how to find my name and go to my podcast and write reviews. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to give you the juice. Any review You're is a good to... review. You're trying to make wrestling great again. You're darn right. If anything, yeah. you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're recalling the glory days when it was more about spectacle or less about uh, you, oh, you no, want it yeah, brought it, back to Big Show. I want it brought back to when the, the guy who could have the belt. Like if you watch WWE now, which I do for you editors listening. You did, not just for this. Oh, sure. I've been a long-time watcher. Article? Oh, good. All the people that I mentioned that are like going for like the big matches are just beefy guys in standard one-color briefs. Mm, they don't no have, show. They don't have characters. They're jacked, but they don't have... Right. They're just like Their cool. Their personas too are cool. just, I'm strong. That's it. Like, scumbags used to hold the belts that we mm. loved. Like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who just wore jeans and had a two-by-four. Right. The billion dollar bait boy, just from Ted DiBiase, just from picking up through osmosis the culture. I know some characters like Hogan and Gravedigger, and they all had costumes, and I knew their thing. But like John Cena, what's he about? He's just a strong guy, right? He got he John Cena. What his initial thing? A good guy or a bad guy? You can't tell because his initial thing was he was a white guy, who he was like a thugged out white guy. Okay. An appropriate he, he was, was a white guy that appropriated black culture. Okay. In his wrestling, so he wore like cool thugged out jeans. Did he have dreads? Put his hand in front of his face like that. Did he have dreads at some point? No dreads, but like mm-hmm. and he rapped. Like initial thing, he would come out and rap badly. And so everybody's like, "White boy." <laughs> but then he who was the like cleanest, whitest, cuttest, fattest looking guy got all these like movie deals and like actual TV deals. Mm. So now his character is just like he's the good guy. Mm-hmm. Loves his veterans. He's the new the rock. He's the yes. And the rock mm. I think is in it too. Sports show with the Z. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> we did it. We pulled it off. We did. I'd say we did it. Pulled it um. off, which you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I think he pulled it off. I think he did it. It's been pulled in it's an been... off direction. Uh, stunnered? Oh, man. I, I had set you up pretty strong. <laughs> no wonder we don't write for SNL. Yet. I'm tired of doing that's an hour. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Hey, jerks. Chess Justice back again to ask you all for a little favor. How crazy is that? A billionaire like me, that's billionaire spelled with a money sign representing dollar bills and then followed by unyeah. (laughs) Look at the correlation there. Boom. Ding dong. But I digress. If you like what you heard, would you do us a solid gold brick? And subscribe to us on iTunes, Jerk Practice on iTunes. Give us a rate, give us a review, and then share it. You can find us on Facebook, too. 
which, by the way, we all know was a ripoff of my website, Pamphlet Head. You can find the Jerk Practice Podcast at Jerk Practice Pod. Also, keep an eye out for the Jerk Practice Podcast Snapchat, stolen from my site, Clap Whistle Campaign, run by me, Chess Justice. It's gonna be pic- it's gonna be pictures of sets of boobs in cowboy boots that are farting a booger, which is a link to a Tumblr page that might or might not exist. Well, that's about it for now. You love me, and that's something I cannot change. Bye, good. Bye, good. Later, you see. Hello, jerks and jerkettes. I'm here with another taxicab review of the not-so-super-droll. Get out of here, Megans. You got no time for your folksy witticisms. There will be no Megans today speaking about the Super Bowl. You'll have to be stuck with me. That's right, jerks and jerkettes. Uh, This past Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday. One of the biggest events in the world, viewed by over 15 billion people worldwide. A night full of thrilling football action, hilarious commercial brevity, and yes, a satanic Illuminati mega ritual known as the Pepsi Halftime Show. Thunderclap. That's right, this is another segment. From the dark side. The Super Bowl, like all football, is played on Sunday. And as we know, Sunday is the Lord's Day. But which Lord? The Romans participated in a festival known as Dies Natales Soles Invictae. Or a rough translation, Are you ready for some football? No, actually it's uh, Birthday of the Unconquered Sun which they celebrated on December 25th, everybody. Sol Invictus was the Roman god of the sun, and uh, the Romans declared it a day of rest in his honor, much like our Sunday, hence the name Sunday. Uh, But guess who else is a sun god? Lucifer. To the initiated, or the internet weirdos, This is an attempt to hijack religious ideas or symbols akin to the satanic technique known as inversion or Aleister Crowley's law of reversals. So that would be the use of an upside-down crown, a black statue of the Virgin Mary, not the African-American Virgin Mary, like black, like oil and evil, uh, and also cross dildos. So just if you have one, throw it away. You don't want to get possessed by a demon. So now we have all this diverted energy and false idol worship being taken from religious ceremonies and have it flowing into coliseums filled with gladiatorial sport. Who can harness this power? Who can use it against the unassuming public? Pop musicians. Uh, The term abracadabra has Aramaic roots and literally means as I speak, I create. It's a magical belief system that projects an illusion and makes the viewer believe it. Believe it, like believer. Believe it, which makes it reality. 
So, as you can see, perfectly suited for rock and roll musicians. Peter, Peter Levanda's The Dark Lord uh, says he, he draws inferences from H.P. Lovecraft's Cthulhu mythos that, domin, uh, that demonstrates this point. Take it away, Peter. The earthquake awakens Cthulhu and the artist, the most avant-garde, of course, the most sensitive to occultism, the most depth in psychology and automatic writing, assemble in a certain state of fury to decide how artistic transgression and political transgression can work together to cause the destruction of civilization as they know it. The dreams of surrealists bleed over into the dreams of the communists, and these dreams were seeded by the high priests of the old ones who need social unrest and dislocation to give their followers space to perform orgia. The thing necessary to open channels, the gates to the underworld. So he's saying that artists are wizards and the strongest ones of them all are Beyonce. Uh, the artists don't actually get paid for their Super Bowl performances, as we know, because the publicity itself is far more lucrative. Uh, halftime shows now receive more viewership than the game itself, which only uh, further proves the point that the Illuminati, of course, focus it, focuses on the entertainment musical numbers in order to get their message across. The event used to consist of drill teams and marching bands until the 1990s when we saw uh, the rise of the mega entertainer, Michael Jackson, Gloria Stefan, New Kids on the Block, all evil, evil, and evil-er, perform live on stage. And that continued into the 2000s and as we see the overproduced mega shows of Aerosmith, Britney Spears, Sting, and of course the nefarious Madonna. However, in 2004, things took a more sinister turn. Uh, we saw the not so a not-so-covert co ritual when Justin Timberlake removed Janet Jackson's top during the performance of his hit song, Rock Your Body. He says he'll, he'll have you naked by the end of the song, and at that point he unleashes the nipple. As this man wrote, the nipple heard around the world. And according to Guinness Book of World Records, that put Janet Jackson as the most internet-searched human being of all time. And as we learned from our other segment from the dark side, uh, internet meme magic, it's a powerful thing. So yeah, the Illuminati is using the halftime show to uh, brainwash your children. Uh, a little joy work for you. You can go back. Here's some things to look for in past performances. Uh, the checkerboard motif on the floor. That's an old uh, reference to uh, as above, so below, which um, is something Satanists use, same down below, same up here. So you look for that. You'll see that a lot. Uh, the OK sign over the eye. That represents 666. You'll see that in a lot of uh, magazines. You'll see that in the, a lot of performances. Uh, something as innocuous as pointing to the sky. Yeah, that means, uh, again, as above, so below. The triangle Illuminati hands, that's a big one for Beyonce. A uh, big uh, spokespiece for the Illuminati. Obviously, pentagrams around, all around. Uh, anything Egyptian, 
the internet doesn't like. So anything even remotely Egyptian, keep your eyes open for. Channeling some dark stuff. And uh, yeah, black robes. A lot of black robes. But yeah, so that's just a little thing about the Super Bowl. Super mega ritual. Um, bringing about uh, the end of all things. And the birth of our Lord Satan. All right, guys. Uh, I guess that's it for this segment from the dark side. Um, the world is shit, and uh, I make the rules. All right. Bye. Or it's like it's such a downer at the end. Well, that's an hour. Nah. What? We should do... This is a conversation to be had off mic. No, this is the time. Beefed. Just Bring like it. WrestleMania 2, Andre the Giant. Let's Bring muster it. up some of that muscle man's magic for this waning wrestling watcher. Put it on the table. All right, hit me with something. Hit me with an episode-specific Snapchat uh, tag. Fart! Yeah, see, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it was easy.